Return from Exile. King Cyrus was a man with new ideas of how to run an empire. He told all the people, the peoples, who had been captured by the Babylonians, that they were free to go home. He had a special message for the Jews. It is your God who has made me emperor over all the earth. Now go and rebuild his house in Jerusalem. Anyone who wishes to Anyone who wishes to remain in Babylon can help by giving money and supplies to those who are returning. Cyrus even gave back the treasures Nebuchadnezzar had taken from the temple. Not all the Jews wanted to leave. They had been in exile for many years, and a lot of them knew no other life than in Babylon. But some began to pack. The prophets Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel had foretold that the Jews would one day rebuild Jerusalem. And they decided that now the time had come. It was up to them to do it. The Jews found Jerusalem still in ruins. They built an altar out in the open air for the Feast of Tabernacles and offered prayers and sacrifices. Then work on the temple began under two new leaders, Jeshua, a priest, and Zerubbabel, a descendant of King David. The day the foundations were finished was a great day of emotion. The priests led the celebrations with singing and dancing, and there were tears of sadness from those who remembered the former great temple of Solomon as well as tears of joy. The work went on very slowly. The peoples brought to the promised land by the conquering Assyrians and Babylonians came to look. We want to help, they volunteered. We've been following your religion as best as we can. Let us help with the building and then we can all worship your God together. But the Jews wouldn't allow this. During their years in exile, they'd follow their religion very strictly. They were afraid that if they let foreigners join in, some of whom still worship pagan idols, they would be led into breaking some of their laws. You can have nothing to do with our God or temple. The Jews told the Samaritans, the rioting that broke out was so bad that the exiles were forced to stop work and the temple was left unfinished. With the passing years, times grew harder in the promised land. Look at what's happening, a prophet named Haggai told the Jews. Our crops are failing, the water is drying up, our clothes are falling to bits, and money seems to run through our fingers. It's because we built ourselves houses to live in, but we haven't finished the house of the Lord. The Lord has told me that we should be strong and complete the building of the temple. Another prophet, Zechariah, agreed. He says that as soon as we've done it, there will be bumper harvests and plenty of rain, and we'll live peacefully and prosper. This encouraged the Jews to go back to work, but the envious Samaritans went to the governor of the province to cause trouble. Who gave you permission to build here? He, he demanded angrily. 
We're building at the command of Emperor Cyrus himself, the Jewish elders explained. If you write to the new king, Darius, he'll tell you it's the truth. When the governor received a reply from Nineveh that yes, Darius had indeed found such a decree signed by Cyrus, the Samaritans were forced to back off, and the temple was finally finished. The Jews celebrated by holding the great feast of Passover and sacrificed twelve goats among the many offerings, one for each of the scattered tribes of the Promised Land. At last, the surviving Jews felt they had made a new beginning. About the story. The exiles returned from Babylon to Jerusalem in 538 BC, but the temple was not finished until 516 BC, almost exactly 70 years after Nebuchadnezzar had destroyed it. This was the second Jewish temple to stand in Jerusalem. The temple of Solomon was the first. The second temple was not as big or grand as Solomon's first temple. It stood until the Roman general Pompey destroyed it in 63 BC.